out. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Hear Me Out. My name's RJ. My name's Blay, and this is the podcast where two selfish best friends try to become better friends by getting the other person to like a passion, a new hobby, or just generally agree on maybe an issue we don't agree with. Like, for instance, <laughs> on anything. Yeah, like RJ's new haircut. I don't know. Maybe not the greatest haircut. That's what right. I'm starting mean? early. I'm starting early. It's with personal fine. Every Jesus. week. Every it's fine is not great. Every week we have a new issue. We have a new expert guest, which we'll get to in a second. And we donate to a new charity. RJ, what is the issue we'll be talking about this week? And what is the charity either you or I will be donating to with your bad haircut? All right. The issue this week is um, this is a little bit different because this week. I'm going to try to convince you that you should budget your money. Quit blowing all your fucking money, dude. Just quit good blowing it. Good fucking luck. But, good luck. Uh, you have a better chance of getting a good-looking haircut, my friend. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, so, But the charity this week is it's a service. They're called Money Fit, and they offer a variety of debt relief programs okay. to customers in order to help them establish a solid financial future by eliminating their current challenges if you guys want to check them out you can go to moneyfit.org or if you want to like set up a session with these guys uh they sound pretty cool they sound like a cool service money um today's guest uh is one of my favorite people one of our friends and the guy who actually got me to start budgeting my money and got me out of debt his name is matt robinson yeah all right thanks for having me Andy's got a great haircut. Matt, that's a great looking haircut. Thank you. Excellent. Well, excellent. Did you do that yourself or did a that, professional? Do that? My wife taught herself uh, how to whoa. cut my hair. Wow. That's re- it's really good. Uh, yeah. That's it's really like, Can she cut RJ's gone. hair? Does she do other people's uh, hair also? Or she, just she knows char- this is the one cut. <laughs> yeah, charity yes. cases aren't her, aren't her thing. Okay, that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah, her skills only go so far. You're right. Yeah, that's right. Um, like Thanos said, all things must be in balance. If you have a good haircut, that means RJ. So if it's terrible haircut, look, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna be your, I'm gonna yeah, be quite upfront. I'm gonna be quite upfront with you guys. I'm nervous today because money and budgeting for me is a very emotional issue. I'm lashing out already. Wow, <laughs> you uh, are, Matt. How did you originally like? Were you always responsible with money? How did are, like? How, is it ingrained in your DNA? Yeah. No, it's weird because growing up, nothing didn't like talk about money. We didn't have like family money talks. Like it wasn't anything we did. Uh, But it was honestly, I got married in 2012 and we moved to California and I didn't have a job. And my wife is a teacher. And so, like a a teacher salary on, you know, one income trying to live in the Bay Area. You're cutting your own Um, hair. Yeah. And like, you guys remember (laughs) Groupon? I I mean, I think. I think Groupon's still around, but like Groupon was huge Huge. in like, uh, oh, you know, 2010, 2015. And so I was buying Groupons for everything. I was just every day I wasn't working. So like Veronica would come home and I'd be like, I got us a Groupon for like wine tasting plus skydiving and we can go anytime (laughs) in the next five years. And she had to like sit me down one night and be like, you're going to kill me. Like this is this stress. Cause she's, I don't know, I don't know, Blay, I don't know, assume, but like, she's got some similar like money trauma. Like she yeah. just it didn't like to talk about it. Didn't want to talk about it. Didn't want to bring it up. Yeah. And so like that conversation changed the way that we approached our money. And we started there in 2012, we started a Google sheet 
Whoa. And, and we like budgeted out the next month, you know, what are we going to make? What do we have to spend? What are our categories? Wow. And, um, you know, it's like, there's two halves of it. There's like the budget half where it's like, what, what can I spend? My limit on coffee in a can this month is $200. Unlimited. Yeah. Unlimited, Cause I don't budget. <laughs> yeah. it's, the, it's the sideways eight. <laughs> right. But then there's like the side for, for like, when I was talking to RJ, it's more about like, not so much looking ahead, how much can I spend, but how much did I spend? Like looking yeah. back, let me track every dollar that's going out so that I, I can look at the end of a 30 day period and be like, like, holy shit, I'd spent $300 on coffee in a can this month. At least. At least. Uh, yeah. And so how much of that could I shave and put somewhere else? You know, I got to, I got to buy, like working with RJ's, like I got to pay off the set. I got to buy a wedding ring. I got to do that. I got to do that kind of stuff. Where can that money come from? Yeah. You know, yeah. can I give up my haircut? Right. You know? Can I give up my haircut? How many RJ. less weather apps can I have before I can buy this wedding ring? Yeah, you, yeah. you got to do some deep, a deep introspection. Really also, can I also, can I also just say, backing up for a second, I love the idea of a wine tasting skydiving. <laughs> I like somebody that. trying oh, yeah. to pour wine while it's like, just <laughs> wine in your face. Like, yeah. Trying to yeah. catch the wine in your mouth. That's a great idea, honestly. That's it how was... they mash the grapes. <laughs> sky, sky graping. Yeah, that's, uh, it. that's it. See, that's an interesting thing. It's And, and it's funny because it, and I don't know why it's an emotional issue. I, I know obviously money, I think for a lot of people is emotional and it, and it is one of those things where I very early on, I mean, we didn't have a lot of money growing up. And so I remember specifically like we, and you know, I, I don't know that we were poor, but we certainly were, we didn't have a lot of money. And then like, I would make my own toys out of like styrofoam stuff. And we would go, I remember there's a very specific memory. We used to go to this place in Ann Arbor. I'm from Michigan and used to go to this place in Ann Arbor called uh, the scrap box. And my mom was so great about making everything positive and making everything an exciting adventure. Even though now looking back, things obviously were not in any way, exciting adventures. Mm -hmm. And there's a thing called the scrap box. And the scrap box was ostensibly um and, well we would go and it would be like for a dollar you could fill up like a paper bag full of all these different things like foam weird cutout things and weird plastic <laughs> and it, yeah it, it was it, it was it was literally like stuff from like factories. scraps yeah scraps. yeah yeah and but we would go home and then like glue it together my mom would make this really fun adventure and it was really cool for us as kids because it was like imaginative and stuff but it was garbage. We were making stuff out of literal <laughs> garbage. And and but then an interesting thing happened where so my grandparents. So I only knew my grandparents on my mom's side. They got for, like in a movie, got money. Somebody died that they didn't know. Whoa. And they got they got an inheritance, a pretty big inheritance and not a huge, but like a pretty big inheritance. And well, they so didn't then, know them. They didn't know him. It was like a weird, and it was also a weird thing, just a quick side note, where a guy, like, I guess there are these money detectives who go and, like, are are all about, like, estates and all this other stuff, and he had tracked down this this person and let my grandma know that this had happened, and for a cut, and he got a cut of it. Oh, my and God. So, yeah, so there's, like, that's a thing, which is interesting, but anyway, job. and yeah. so then we, we had a little bit of money, or just, like, we got lifted up to a normal amount of money, and then it became interesting to see what my parents spent money on, so right. I think that that's kind of where it comes from in, in, in my head. So. When that happened, did they, A, did they tell you guys that happened as kids, yes. and yes. B, was it, like, um, like, did you get, like, an allowance after that, like, 
because obviously when you're a kid, it probably is like, oh, we won this lottery. We didn't even know we were playing. Let's go buy toys or whatever. But did they like sit you down and say like, you know, this is what we're we we can budget out basically this new money or or no, no, no. They just controlled it all. I remember that my like we got like they basically paid for our college. They put the they put a little bit of money in the Michigan Michigan Educational Trust, which is like it basically grows as you grow. So then your college is paid for if you go to school in state, which is cool. They did that. I remember we then we traveled. We started to travel. a bit. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. So that was kind of the thing. But I never had an allowance as a kid. It was yeah. always. And, and my dad, who grew up during the Great Depression, like he was born in 29. So he had a lot of money issues. Also, I always specifically remember any time I would get anything like uh like the smallest thing he would be all about stressing about taking care of it, making sure like you're cleaning it. It's like new. He, I remember like specifically like I got a, this is when I was a little bit older, but I got like a stereo and he was like, yeah, he's like, you should put like a sheet over the top of it. So it doesn't get dusty. Like he Whoa. was like very much. Yeah. yeah. Like keep everything perfect. Well, so it's interesting. It's interesting. You talk about being a kid with all this stuff. And Robinson, this is a question I want to ask you. Cause you used to be a teacher and your wife is a teacher and I guess we could talk for like a second about the state of the, uh, you know, American education system. But Terrible. like I knew nothing about budgeting. We never had a class like we had math class, but we never had a class of like, here's how you yeah, work a checkbook. It. Here's how you, you know, work your credit card or a debit card or like all that stuff my parents had to teach me. And, you know, they did the best they could, but I still I'm still figuring it out. I still don't really understand all of it, you know, so. What do you think? Uh, a, do you think kids are getting enough of education, or B, do you think there's any way it can like be fixed? No, uh, no. it's weird because there's a lot of layers to it. Because when I was, I taught in Baltimore, um, and that, that's where I met my wife, and she, you know, so we were both teaching in Baltimore City. And there's a layer of it too, where financial education becomes this kind of mode of, oh, poor people need it more than rich people. Like mm, we need to really you know, you use it as a way to say like, Oh, you're, you're probably prone to wasting money, poor people. Uh, you know, so we better teach you how to properly use money. Whereas it's really across the board. I mean, I was, I was really, I went to college on a a full scholarship. And so I, I didn't have a lot of worries. I just like to drop things in there to make me sound more interesting, but I didn't, I didn't have a lot of like worries in college, uh, because so much <laughs> yeah why wine tasting skydiving and wow. education and trying to yeah paint a broad picture for the listeners here so um you know it's really everybody needs it and it's not taught and when it is when they talk about teaching it so that conversation of should we do more and the, the, the real thing is they call it financial literacy mm-hmm. and that's a really insulting term mm-hmm. like you're you're yeah. illiterate you're illiterate if you don't know how to, you know, balance your checkbook, which balancing your checkbook, it's funny you said that. That's total. My mom still, my parents, <laughs> they called me to um, log into their Comcast account, which I created so I could steal their cable because somebody, Comcast had made them paperless. And so they like called me in a panic to log in and turn them back onto paper statements because that's they pay great. out of it. So that's like our generation balancing a checkbook's not the thing. It's all numbers on a screen. Right. I but, love you you stealing cable. Some people are more financially literate than others apparently. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Reading ahead, huh? Reading ahead. Step yeah. 1, don't tell your parents how to do right. the cable. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm learning a lot. But there's so many like there's so many so like to me the clearest moment was uh, 
I, we were visiting my wife's family in Texas and we went out to dinner with a bunch of friends and we were in our early twenties, just married and starting this budget thing. And we were at this big dinner and we picked up the tab, which, cause we're those kind of people, but like, it's just like something you do. You just like instinctively, you're like, Oh, I got this. Yeah. And then someone says, are you sure? And then you say yes. And that's yeah. a meaningless conversation. You're not really actually talking. You're just <laughs> following through a social norm. But for the first time in my life, when they said, you, are you sure? I was like, I'm actually sure. Like, oh. I, I, I know I got this covered. And it was this really like warm, fuzzy feeling uh, cool. in the middle of a weird restaurant in Texas. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, I mean, that that's the thing is like, I, I, I do that a lot. I buy meals a lot. But yeah, for me, and, and, we're, and we'll get into this in a second, but it's like um, the bouncing the checkbook thing, all those things for me are... Uh, mysterious like like i've yeah. never balanced a checkbook all of that stuff is, is such a mystery to me um it took me forever to like get direct deposit like i'm just so bad and i and it's 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 like i love horror movies but in real life my horror is like like money budget stuff so yeah. um but yeah i'm stoked you're here i don't know if i'm gonna be convinced today because it runs deep fellas it runs Fair. deep we're up but against we're gonna a lot we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more budgeting with Matt Robinson. See you soon. All right, guys, we're back. We're here with Matt Robinson, the guy who got me out of debt. Helped me get out of debt. Wow. I'm not going to give you all the credit. I didn't give you any money. It was all your money. Yeah, you didn't give me any money, so that's true. Um, but we're trying to convince Blay that he should budget his money. Now, let me just start off before we get into it by saying... Blay, you kind of mentioned it. You touched on it right at the end there. You are one of the, if not the most generous person I've met with your money. You're so generous. Yeah. You Every time we go out to dinner, it doesn't matter if it's just you and me or we're there with 20 fucking people like at my bachelor party. You offer to buy dinner. Like it's mm -hmm. crazy. And sometimes makes me uncomfortable because I'm like, that's why I do it. Can you do this? <laughs> <laughs> it's an in, it's well, truly an insult. Will you be out on the streets if yeah, you do this? But dude, uh, you, you're so generous, and um, so I just want to put that out as a baseline. Okay, of you don't just spend you spend your money on other people. I do sometimes when people say, "Oh, they're bad at budgeting," that just means like they they're frivolous. They, you know, they they're just buying everything for themselves. But you are right. super generous with your money, so I just want to put that out as a baseline. Well, thank you. And, and, and Robinson, I'll say this too, like for here, here, here's, here's where I'm at. And this is kind of, we could start with my ethos, which is my ethos in life is moments. I'm all about moments and, Precious moments. I, but it's true. I, yeah. and I, I kind of am like, if it comes to, cause a moment you'll have forever, things break down, whatever, but a moment you'll have forever, a story is great. So these are the things I enjoy spending my money on the most. I enjoy spending money on other people. It makes me happy for my birthday. I always will buy other people drinks and that stuff. I just like that. I like doing that for other people. I live by myself in a very cheap apartment. I don't have any kids that I know of. And, um, and you know, I, I make a pretty good amount of money. Um, but I don't see money as really valuable. I see time as being valuable. I see time in life Great. as the ultimate currency. And so really when I'm thinking, oh, am I going to buy this ticket, big ticket thing? Really, I think about, and this is a weird thing, but I'm like, how long did it take me to make the money that I'm going to buy this? And then is it worth that? 
that's kind of what I do. And so, and then also on the other side of that, is it worth the moment? Is it worth the thing? You know, so in that way, the biggest chunky things, chunky things I've ever spent money on are like my car, uh, this computer that I use, you know, every day for streaming and that stuff. And then, you know, trips, moments, meals, yeah. that stuff. So that's kind of my, let's start there. That's perfect. That's a perfect starting point okay. because that's my first argument is kind of reframing what you just said, which is basically <laughs> budgeting equals freedom, which also equals moments. Here's my example. Think of it, and this is how Robinson kind of helped me think of budgeting. Almost think of it as when you're going on a trip. If you just went on a trip and you had a wad of cash and you saw the first thing you wanted to do or the first meal you wanted to go to or whatever, and you blew it all there, then the rest of your trip would kind of suck. So think of budgeting as like either a month to month or a week to week or a year to year, however like big you want, however macro you want to go of like allowing yourself to create more of those moments with a little bit of planning. When you plan a trip and go on the trip, it's a better trip. Obviously you want to leave room. You can have room for those like moments that are, that just like pop up. You know, like you want those improvised because that's what makes a trip or life fun. Yeah. But you want to plan the extra money for those things. Robinson, am I making any sense? Help me. Yeah, complete sense. I mean, it's not budgeting isn't the antithesis of living in the moment and spot in like in spending and buying people things. It's that it's knowing that you can't It's like the way to maximize that. Because if, you, if you're doing that willy-nilly you, and you don't have any idea on the back end, and like when we say balance the checkbook, it just means what's your balance. Like in, now it's all instant. Like you balance the checkbook to make sure you didn't overdraw your account. And now that, right. that all happens like in an instant. Yeah, but I like overdraw if, my account every day now. <laughs> so, yeah. It's easy. So it's like making you could maximize that and know like with certainty as you buy people drink after drink after drink. Because like, I, I, I got this, I got this, I got this. And then it's like a warmer feeling, I would say. So, but here's the thing. If time and life is the ultimate currency, I'm spending money, precious life money to see how much money I had to see how much fake money I have. Robinson, how, what do you, what would you say the increments, do you budget every week? What do you, what do you, what do you, what are your your increments? We do. So we do the 15th of every month. We get our computers out. It takes less than 30 minutes now. And that's only if only if. What it's did it like, take the first time? A d- days, days, yeah. The first five years of our marriage. <laughs> but uh, so we do it monthly, and we do it, you know, we do it off month. So you know, you get it the fifteenth to the fifteenth. We don't we don't use like the calendar like first to thirtieth or whatever of every month. Got it. It why do you thirty do that? minutes? Uh, what's that? Why? Well, yeah, why? Well, we wanted to. Uh, because your credit card bills typically hit or your other, like your rent and things like that can, you can, you can time them however you want, but we have them kind of hitting right at the first of the month. It happens in the middle of our cycle. So like there's a lot, a lot we could go on and on about, you know, making sure you have, you know, I just got my MBA so I can use terms like working capital, cash-based budgeting, accrual accounting, all those (laughs) things. So we don't have, this isn't that kind of podcast, I hope. So, (laughs) you know, you've got, we, we wanted to make sure we had enough cash in the accounts to hit those things like that are that we're not. The big thing we do when we budget is you look forward. What are we going to spend? But we also then clean up the last month. Ah. Everything, you know, so it's like, what did we, we have, we don't have kids. We have two dogs. So it's like, what did we spend on the dogs? And the dogs have a saving account. 
So it's like, what do we, <laughs> what can we, what did the dogs put away this year? Cause they didn't eat as many treats as they did last month. Wow. Like Bad so, and then, you know, and then there's like micro things. Like we call it, we didn't make this up. We read about a money minute. So like once a day, we just log into our accounts, you know, you know, we've got four oh. credit cards, two banks, you know, a, a mortgage. So it's like just checking. So it's like, did, you know, did I, do I recognize that charge? Did I track oh. that charge? It's like looking for fraud, but also keeping track of like, what am I spending? So you're talking about 30 to getting started, like 30 to 60 minutes once a month. And then once every couple of days, logging into your bank and your credit card accounts, just to keep an eye on things. It's not like your lifetime. What did you say? Your life currency? We're not, we're not charging <laughs> life, you. Yeah. life credits. <laughs> I call it, I call it mind cash. Um, <laughs> You know, I, it's interesting you say that the thing about checking the charges. I, man, like I found the other day you're going to hate this. Like one of those. I would love to see your credit card statement. Just all the weird shit that pops up. It's mostly emojis, crying emojis and knife emojis. Um, and uh, it, it, there was like, I was like, what is this charge for like $2? I was like, huh, it's so weird. And I kind of looked into it and it's like a e-greeting card company that, you know, like I, I, you had to like sign up and to send like an e-greeting card. And I kind of did, I went like and signed into the thing and I sent it like right after my dad died. I'd sent someone else a card and that was six years ago and I was paying like $2 a month. Oh my God. <laughs> Matt is crying. No. Matt's crying. There's a tear coming down his face. Uh, no. There's a tear coming down Matt Robinson's face. Um, That's yeah, hilarious. So it, was an, it was an expensive e-card, but worth it. Worth it, I think. <laughs> worth it. Um, well, okay, so that kind of that can kind of kick us into my second argument, which is uh, Matt's budgeting right now. That's I, can, I need a I can, minute. I, I can see I, in his head. He's got this like crazy, like thousand yard stare. Like you came back from like the front in World War One. Mur- he's seen murder. He's seen yeah. murder happen. Yeah, no. But my second argument is that when you budget, it allows you to spend your earned money more mindfully. Uh, okay. Like just like you sure. want to do everything more mindfully. This you is this eat. is the argument I would imagine. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, because you want to eat mindfully. Sure. You're a big thing. You, yeah, that's no. you know you want to spend your money mindfully. I whatever. I Matt, when we when we did the budget, it was one of the things that really helped me was Matt sat down with me and we kind of broke my life down, my spending life into like categories. So wow. like I even have it up right here. There's like oh. auto entertainment. Dining, travel, Whoa. you know, household shit, gifts, medical expense, like breaking it down wow. in such a mindful way. Fuck. And then, like he said earlier, looking back every month on it, like, whoa, fuck, why did I uh, spend that much on forks or whatever? You know, like it, it kind of allows you to <laughs> that just was a, like, That was a weird month. Yeah. It was a, a lot month. of, a lot of forks. That <laughs> a lot of forks. What, so is that, Matt, would you say like, that's the first step? What is the very first step? Oh yeah, you, the very first step is tracking. So that's like when I talked to tracking. RJ, I was like, before we start planning, what, you know, what you can spend and where, you've got to just do a month. Commit. I, I think I asked him for like two weeks, like commit to yeah, a two to four week period of just tracking everything you're spending, like writing it down, old school, and, you know, or on a. And how do I? Am I doing that as I'm spending it? Am I doing that after the fact? How am I doing that? It's easy, like once a day, just commit to like at the end of the All day. Right. 
you know, and that's, yeah. that's why that money minute helps, you know, you just can log in and, and you know, copy over from see your, all the your, e-cards I'm subscribed the e-cards. to for years and <laughs> I'm not realizing it. What else Dude, when, got going on? When I, when we, when we moved out of, when I was a junior in high school, we moved out of my childhood house uh, into another house in, in Michigan. And there we had a rotary phone and I remember my parents having a conversation. Like I was just like overhearing it where they were like this phone apparently they found out when we moved they had been renting it the whole time and my dad had been renting it for 41 years oh my oh god no. rotary landline he had been renting for 41 41 years human years <laughs> that couldn't that much time you couldn't possibly cover the cost of a rotary phone they got a great deal yeah that's hilarious. Oh, man. What's the most frivolous? This is maybe a too personal question. Probably not. I want to know each of you this week or in the last couple weeks, what's the most frivolous thing you've bought? Oh, easy. That's easy for me. <laughs> Mine was today. What was it? It was an app uh, that when you Fuck. get close, it was an app when you get close to airports, you click it and uh, it will the kill you air, kill no, the air the you. air traffic control radio comes on and you can uh i hate track you. It. i hate you so much that's the you paid money for that dude yeah it was like nine bucks nine american <laughs> dude that what a deal how often do you get to hear the air traffic control i'm not gonna put a judgment on the things you like but that's stupid stupid thing <laughs> Uh, the thing, well, I, oh, yeah. my, What'd you do? my dumb frivolous thing, here's a new era I've, I've entered into, which is very disturbing for anybody who cares about money. I have started watching a lot of Twitch. Matt, do you know what Twitch is? Yeah. Okay. Aren't you a Twitch star? No, I'm a Twitch streamer, but not a Twitch star, but <laughs> He's a star. I've started watching a lot of Twitch instead of like TV, which is really great, but you could buy subs for people. What's that? So I'll, uh, submarine sandwiches no oh. so you can make you can buy subscriptions for people just subway so it's subway sandwiches number <laughs> yeah. nine no tomato no uh um and you can so, buy yeah. subscriptions for other so people. you gift you gift a, a streamer you gift their chat subs for 10 bucks 20 bucks 50 bucks you buy they're five dollars a piece so you know you buy whatever so i've started it's a fun thing to like make it rain with subs and by the way people do that with me also so like i make like 600 bucks a month just on streaming because partly people are like buying subs in my channel and that stuff but that's a thing because it literally has it's like it's strip club has nothing as there's no reason to do it (laughs) it's you know it's just a nice thing to do for a complete stranger um that's cool and i do it i do it a lot yeah it's a problem it's starting because it's not it doesn't feel real like robinson you know what i'm saying like all this fucking web shit that's the problem with the pan that's the the problem that <laughs> well, you one, found it the <laughs> that is one of the problems that since people have shifted to amazon i think or shifted to buying a lot of stuff online is you're not realizing how much you're spending and in that way weirdly i have learned how much I spend like on food and I've actually started spending less. So to your point, RJ kind of knowledge is power knowing that I, I was like, I have now, I think when I'm like, if I go to the grocery store, I'm like, wow, this is actually too expensive. I wouldn't buy this. Like yeah. this, this is premium mustard. This is premium <laughs> delicious mustard, but four ounces is not worth $50. It's worth $48, <laughs> but not 50. Well, we yeah, when you get. go to the store, you can see it next to something else and just compare it to the yellow mustard. But it's it, but it's weird because like I 
Right. I, I, I yes. Right. Sorry, Robin Seneca, yeah. I, I just I, I do want to say there's a dark side and I was thinking about like you can go too far. So not to I don't want to switch teams and undermine the argument please. here. I still think oh, we're gonna do. get him. But I remember you, you mentioned RJ's bachelor party earlier. Um I, I, I took it upon myself to help us divide the costs. You know, because it's like and I had a conversation with another friend as we were like buying way too much booze at the like only Ralph's in like Tahoe. Uh <laughs> I, they were like, you know, the era of, you know, helping each other out is kind of over because you can track like Venmo. You can, yeah. you can Venmo each other right. on the spot. So, yeah. oh, I got this check. You get the next one is now dead. Everything's Dutch That's because true. you can. And, and so like, what is, is that good or bad? And I, I, at the moment I was like, it doesn't matter. Might as well be accurate. But then I had a moment after the bachelor party where I was like dividing up and sending out, you know, this guy bought all the booze, you know, Blay, you'd bought all that pizza. And I remember saying, to you, oh, yeah. I, remember <laughs> I said to you, I was like, I'm collecting these costs. And I said, don't be a hero. And I <laughs> yeah, was that's like, right. yeah. I know. So I'm looking back at that. I've looked back at that a lot, actually. And I'm like, God, I was kind of a douche. I no. should have just like, like let my like, been a little looser. So like, I feel like I did like my pendulum swung a little far over there where I was like, no, we're going to budget this bachelor party and make sure everybody had equal amounts of fun for what they paid yeah but it'd be different if you were like it would be different if you were like trying to collect money for yourself you were trying to even up so that blay was evened up or other people weren't screwed you were the you were the hero because you were the only one keeping track of anything somebody like blay would have been you know a huge would have put a huge hole in their pocket after that weekend if i always think of prom like i don't know you guys i mean i went to prom i don't know if you guys got dates but when i was a kid (laughs) and i went to prom it was always you know you're a kid it's your first time paying a bill because you're out without your parents and you're with you're with 15 other couples and the bill's like 400 dollars, and so everybody's throwing the cash that their parents gave them in and then all of a sudden you're 50 dollars short and everybody gave their fair amount somehow so there's some or multiple people who are just lying, and yeah. then you have to cover. So I was like, I don't want it to be like that. And then one more, one more quick one, because we were out at a bar after grad school. This was two years ago. I was in grad school. We went to a bar, and this girl I'm in class with is like, shots, 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 taking, you know, you know, the person that goes around. Oh, and yeah. all of a sudden, she comes with a shot. I took a shot, and the following Tuesday, she sent me a Venmo request for $7.25. What? No, she did not. <laughs> she did. Oh, my like, God. I would not have. T- I didn't want to buy a shoe. That she was giving ball. out shots. That takes balls. That's Her dad owns a bar. Yeah. She's like, "Here's a shot, and can I get your email address?" I will say, like, it's, it's it's yeah. I mean, I I think you're the douche if you are doing that while it's happening. Again, like if you're ruining the flow of. I agree with RJ. Like you're with the, the hero. event. Yeah, yeah. like the, the douche would be the the and that is kind of the issue I have with budgeting. It's yeah. It ruins the moment for me. If I'm all about making moments, it's ruining that moment for me. Like the the moment where, and one of the reasons, by the way, why I buy dinner is because I know someone in the group is going to lie at some point. Let's just let's just get the fuck out of here. I'm tired of being at this table. I'll pay for it. Let's go. And and then and and my friends then do pay also. And it is that thing of like. Yes, you're right about the Venmo thing. Everyone, now we're in a situation where literally you can pay. And so that's helped my friends who are uncomfortable with me buying stuff for them. I'll say, I've got this one. You get the next one. They'll say, no, let me just pay you. And I'm like, great. And they just pay me. Or they'll say, I'll get it next. I'll get it next time. And then they get it next time. Because here's the next time thing. The next time thing then 
gives my friends who want the opportunity yes. to be a hero and to do something nice for me. So it's like I'm I'm being nice and doing this this time. Like my friend Dave Geist is a perfect example of this. We'll trade off on dinners. I'll buy something and then and then the next time I'll say, Oh, I'll get this one. He's like, No, no, you got last time. I got this one. And yeah. it's like, great. And I can tell he feels good. Yes. You know, dude, that, that, I, I could speak so for guys. There's no I, there's no better feeling than buying you lunch or something because you are and, so generous <laughs> and guilt and hopefully guilt free because it's yeah. like we it's like we had split both meals. Right, right, right. Yeah. So that's that's kind of that. You know, there's the ebb yeah. and flow with that. So uh, but yeah, all, right, all right. What's your third? My, argument? my third what's argument is more um, Matt. Please speak to this. It's this is maybe less for you, Blay. And more for just people in general and very personal to me, which we've already kind of touched on a little bit, but it gets you out of debt. And when you budget, you can more easily stay out of debt. And that probably is the most important argument uh, that I could make. Staying out of debt. Staying out of debt or getting out of debt just because it's so important. I don't know. Robinson, when we talked about it, I was in like thousands of dollars of debt but not like tens of thousands of dollars right it wasn't crazy but it was like to me it was like an insurmountable thing to do without budgeting so like getting out of it felt so good and i feel like i can't be the only one because i was like not horrible with my money you know yeah well it was weird because you it wasn't bad but it was going to get really bad because Mm -hmm. you were in that cycle where you know, your, your bills are due every 30 days and, you know, you had a balance there on the credit card and you would get paid and you would go, Oh, I'm, I'm going to do the smart thing. And I'm going to throw most of this money. I just got in my paycheck at my credit card. Yep. And then you'd need food and you, you'd have to, you'd use your credit card to buy that Mm. food. And so you were in that really weird thing where you're like, I'm paying this credit card. I'm like giving most of my money that my employer is giving me to the credit card company. And yet the credit card debt is growing. And it's like budgeting. Like when I said, like take a two to four week or like define your period, setting that 30 day period, because that's the cycle that the credit card bills work on. So when you think of your money, not week to week or biweekly, however you get paid and you think of your money in month chunks and you get paid X and you, your expenses that month, you have to subtract them from X. And so paying that money toward the credit card and then using the credit card to also pay for the things you need to live that month, it, that, that, that couple thousand you had was going to be tens of thousands. Yeah, and you were wow. just going to, you know, in five years, you're going to be like, why, why does this never go down? So, and budgeting, wow. it, one thing that you showed me is that budgeting is such an easy tool once you have it set up. And I'm an educated person. I went to college like, man, debatable but like but i grew up in kentucky i grew up in a house where my family never you know whenever we talked about money they would always say something like "Ooh, this is too complicated to talk about or we're gonna you know whatever so it was like it never there was never any real like lesson that i could learn Mm -hmm. and it wasn't until whatever eight years ago when matt and i did this and it was like oh here's this super easy way of literally just tracking your money and splitting it up and budgeting it to get out of debt and not just be totally screwed as an adult. Interesting. Yeah. I it's see, I've never been, I've been lucky enough to never be in debt. I've never been in debt. I only got a credit card two years ago. Oh my God. I've never, I've only had a debit card and, or just used cash. And so I think that that's one of the reasons why is I've never had the ability to be like, 
oh, I've got a mar- I've got a cushion here. Yeah. So I have always see. I would almost. Yeah. I mean, so in that way, like I've never had this situation and the credit card thing is new to me and I don't really use it that much because it's yeah. kind of like it's nice to have something where I'm like, if for some reason I have a stroke and I don't know how much generally how much money I have here, then I here's a, or if my credit, if there's a chip malfunction at the store, you ever met, you ever love it? You ever run into a chip malfunction? Yeah. Or it's like, eh, 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 and it's like making fun of your, your, it's like the worst noise you've ever heard. Uh, then I'll use a credit card. Like, Oh God, Oh fuck. And I'll put that in. But yeah. So that's the other thing is like, I, I think why I've, I've never really had to budget because I've never really been in debt because I've never really had a credit card to put yeah. stuff on. That's uh, good. I mean, uh, the credit card thing, I will say, is scary and can totally fuck you, but it is a way to make your money work for you, which somebody said that I'm stealing now. But like, right. it is a good way to like, you know, I have a credit card where I can get like travel points. Yes. And then after a year, I've got a free flight. Yeah, I've got that now. And my mom, who is super shrewd about money, my mom is like, oh, my God, so smart about like movie, like really, truly like a genius, like Dr. Strange. when he's doing all that when he's, you know, you know, and and, yeah, when he's like looking at the nine quintillion possibilities of like, you know, with the time stone, that's how my mom is like getting a deal. It's like, It sounds like, like your mom prints money. Your mom's a counterfeit. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah, she knows. I mean, basically, like yeah, she's, she's so great with money. Myself. She has this giant printer in her garage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's true. So anyway, so um, and yeah, and so that's why I started using the credit card. She was like, use this credit card, this is the best one. And it's paid for every flight she's come out here every month, yep. you know, or whatever. So that's cool. Uh, that, I mean, that's the I don't know if you're allowed for arguments, RJ, but that you've been budgeting play. If you stick to a debit card in cash, mm-hmm. that means that means you've limited yourself to only spending what you have. Right. right. And so the, the argument for budgeting is that you, you do that then with your own discipline and then your credit card starts paying you. You get well, paid in money and points. and You do that with your discipline. There's the problem. All right. So we've, uh, <laughs> we've heard the arguments. Yes, sir. Uh, and look, uh, Matt Robinson, very compelling arguments. Very compelling arguments. But we're going to find out whether or not you convinced me to start a budget right after the break. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. We're here with Matt Robinson. He helped me get out of debt. Uh, Blay, we found out, is not in debt, but we don't want him to get in debt, and we want him to live his life a little more freely with a budget. Unless it'll teach, if it'll teach him a lesson, I'd, I'd say do it. Get yeah. Debt. So uh, before I run through these one more time, Robinson, you got one more, one more reason, one more anything that Blay should get on this budget train with us? You've made a lot of good arguments. Today. I'm going to be honest. You've, yeah. you've, you've done a... Excellent, excellent job. Yeah, I mean, I I think the last and most compelling thing for me is that you could, the amount of like, I don't know the noun, like you could be pedantic. It's It'd be pedantic if you knew the noun form of pedantic, but you could be way more, (laughs) way more pedantic if you start budgeting. And you can say like, well, in my budget, you can start saying things like that, which has really upped my social uh, (laughs) skill, I think. Could turn to a, I could a, a, a full on prick, a giant yeah. prick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, RJ, you had some good points. You okay. made some good points here. Yeah. So, so here they are. One more time. You got. Uh, you can plan your budget, which just makes you. It gives you some freedom, kind of like planning a trip. Uh, it gets you out of debt. 
or keeps you out of debt. That was number three. And number two was uh, it allows you to spend your money more mindfully. You know exactly what you're spending your money on and you don't have to look at your credit card statement and see, you know, weird e-card that you bought eight years ago, whatever. Um, yeah, I, I think the thing is, it's interesting, like, I, and maybe this was your first argument, but you just said it in a really terrible way that didn't make any sense. Probably. Yeah. Uh, I just argued it extremely uh, poorly. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, the thing is, for me, I, I'm not worried about going into debt. I know I spend money frivolously. My mom gets on my ass about this all the fucking time. If you want to send a postcard to my mom, address it to on my ass. Cause that's where she is. She is on my ass about money 24 seven and it drives her insane that I don't budget. It drives her fucking like, like truly insane. Uh, and mom, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Uh, but, and so anyway, but it, and I know that it looks insane. It looks like I'm just throwing money around, buying dinners, buying gift subs on Twitch. I have a giant hand chair. You know, it's like, what the fuck? Like, it's insane. <laughs> but there is a method to my madness. And Robinson, like you were saying, I mean, I have, for most of my life, had a debit card. So I've really kind of backed off. And so I know kind of, oh, I can do this. Or I've been spending a lot of money, I think. So I'm going to back off. Or no, I haven't been spending a lot of money. Anyway. But I think one thing, and maybe you fucked this up on your first argument, RJ, but one thing... I think is if I were to budget, I could be even crazier because I would know how much money I have to be nuts with. Like that, I think, and I'm going to make your argument for you, which is I think if I were to budget, take the net away. Let's get let's go skydiving and wine tasting. Yeah. Time. I mean, that you know? was what I was saying. It was like okay. like just, going on a trip. You just said it in an awful No, way. no, but just like I was trying to put it in a way no, that other way, people would also yeah, your, understand, your not just, was, oh, you could be even crazier if your you Your argument, it. yeah, your argument was when you go on a trip, you could buy an extra pack of crackers. Yeah. Like, that was your fucking argument, which is yeah, awful. Yeah, that's what normal people do. We like crackers for the bus. Look at this apartment. Is there any, I have a nine foot tall picture of my face and that's 20 true. fake plants. That's true. Do you think there's anything normal about me? No. I assume those are all gifts trust me they're not they're really expensive um, is, that, is that hand chair that hand chair looks like a righty you could buy a lefty thank Ooh. you a couple feet i can do a whole hand i can do a whole <laughs> body i lay on uh, but chairs. anyway so i think that's the biggest argument yeah. and i guess you just botched it yeah but um but uh so but if, anyway for that reason because if I were to budget, I would have more money to buy my friends great stuff. Yeah. You know, I could get RJ a haircut. You know, I could do. These I things. have a haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, your hair has been cut. It's not a haircut. It's a different <laughs> thing. So I think for that reason, you've convinced me. I'm going to start budgeting my All money. Right. And, and I will say, and, and Matt, I, I, I'm going to start tracking. Yeah. So you think for this month, I should just track what I do. Just track and categorize. So as you're tracking, try to lump them in. Like where, where you know, food, drink, groceries. Sadness is auto. one like, yes. yeah, yeah. Filling the hole, filling the hole inside you. Well, that's the whole thing. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's everything. That's the, uh, yeah, uh, Matt, Matt, Matt helped me come up with like a great uh, spreadsheet. I'll send you one. I'll send you a template. Yeah, do you can, it. Uh, you do can it. check it out. Uh, so yes, yeah, so you've convinced me. So I will amazing. be donating to this week's charity. Money, which, RJ, what was it? Moneyfit.org. Also, if you guys want financial help, go to moneyfit.org. Check that out. Robinson, you were amazing. Thank you so much. If, 
if people want to uh, reach out to you in your DMs and ask you financial uh, help, yeah. where should they where should they find you? Does that do they just slide into my DMs? Is that sounds so gross? Oh, yeah. But that, is that a thing? Oh, if that's people want to slide. I like to say DMs. swim up the pee hole of your DMs is what I like <laughs> yes, to say. Yes, like that yeah. one fish in the Amazon. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Exactly. Yeah, they can email me. Just it's uh, it's so childish. My email is Xavier Matt because I went to Xavier and my name is Matt. So <laughs> yeah. Wait, no Xavier one Matt or anything? Gmail. Just Xavier Matt. You got the first I, one. I claimed it in 09. <laughs> Xavier wow. Matt at gmail.com. Amazing. That's why I have to use that's why I have to use Xavier Nat seven Xavier Matt seventy eight. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Uh, thanks so much, dude, for uh, joining us today. You yeah, can tune you. in to new episodes of Hear Me Out every Wednesday. Please rate and review and tell your friends. There's something you want us to debate, send us an email at hearmeout, hearmeout at gmail.com. Thank you, Brett Kushner, for producing the podcast, Strange Hotels for the theme song, and we will see you next week. Bye.